entrepreneur. It doesn't matter where you are currently located in the world because it's time to settle in and buckle up for another exciting and potentially profitable episode of The Marketing Minute with your host, Mark Newsom, otherwise known as Mr. Marketing. Hey, entrepreneur, this is Mark Newsom, Mr. Marketing, and welcome to another exciting and potentially profitable episode of The Marketing Minute. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about one of my favorite subjects because it hopefully will expand your thinking and allow you to see the beginning, the middle, and the end. And we're going to talk about how your the building industry helps expand your local economy the same way small business owners and service providers do. Pardon me. Let me give you an idea of what I'm talking about. Let's say there's a local developer who's going to put up a hundred apartment units in a development. And they're going to basically have one and two bedroom units. Now, first of all, think about all these many, or some people like to say micro transactions that take place and how all this money is constantly changing hands. And you'll, you'll see where we're going. First of all, they have to get approval from the city to have this uh, property zoned, say, commercially. It's got to be appraised. It's got to be assessed. All this money goes to the city so the city can, you know, run itself and pay for its expenses. It has employees. It has different costs. Now, let's say the land has been surveyed. It's commercially zoned and the developer is ready to start building it. So, Think about what they're going to need. They're going to need tons of lumber. They're going to need nails. They're going to need tile. They're going to need toilets. They're going to need cabinets. They're going to need electricity, which means electricians. They're going to need painters, which means painting contractors. Now, all of those businesses have a certain amount of employees, do they not? Absolutely. So think about the employees that work on this project. And let's say I have no idea how long a development like this might take, but let's just say it's going to take five years to complete. Those workers are going to need steel-toed shoes, hard hats, toolboxes, hammers, pliers, nails, knee pads. And then think of some of the other things. These employees, practically every morning, They either stop at maybe a local mom and pop diner to have breakfast and a cup of coffee and, uh, you know, check their messages on their phone. Or maybe they stop at a fast food restaurant and grab breakfast. They probably bring lunch, but then on the way home, they might stop and get a snack before they uh, head home. They might stop at the local corner store to get, you know, bagels and cigarettes and, and what have you. So, and let's say there's a a total of 250 employees altogether working on this project. Uh, Some are full-time, some are part-time, but mostly full-time. And that's just on the actual construction site. Remember, there are administrators behind the scenes. There are secretaries, there are office managers, and whatever else, you know, the hierarchy is. But the point is, they're all getting a paycheck, either once a week, once every other week, or what have you. And what are they doing with those paychecks? 
they're going into the, the back into the local community. They're buying local, they're buying groceries. They're making their car payment. They're making insurance payments. If they have a mortgage, they're paying a mortgage. If not, they're leasing and paying the rent on their apartment or their condo. If they, let's say, they get hired full time and they get a promotion, they go from fifty-five thousand up to seventy-five thousand. You know, before tax, what do you think they might do? They might upgrade, get a, a newer car. They might get a second used car. They might upgrade, move to a better neighborhood, a more expensive apartment. And remember, this is all money that's being generated because of this project. So what I'm trying to get you to see is see all the expansion. You see all the incomes and lifestyles that are affected with this one project. That's really what I'm trying to get you to, to understand and get a grip with. Remember, some of these supplies have to be trucked in to the retailer that, say, the lumber store that provides them with the lumber and the tile and all of this and all of that. And those truckers, they're earning a really good income. They also are, uh, they have their expenses. They're paying for gas. Uh, those trucks, if they're independently owned, have to be maintained. There has to be insurance on the trucks. You see all these incomes that are affected. So the point is, what I'm trying to get you to understand is when the local economy, I'm sorry, when the building uh, industry is booming, local economies are exploding because there's so much commerce going on. Most people have no idea when they look at these projects how many incomes are affected. In fact, here's a little homework assignment for you. I want you to go to one of the major uh, supermarkets in your area. Look at all the different products on the shelves. Go to the different sections, the pharmacy section, the uh, where they have stuff in the freezers, the uh, frozen section. Look at the, the bakery. And the produce, uh, just general groceries. I don't know all of you know the categories they might have, but here's the point that I'm trying to get to. They maybe have seafood section, a meat department. If you took every product off the shelf and got rid of all those sections, took all that shelving out, you'd see how huge uh, a, a structure and complex those grocery stores are. And then you think about all the incomes that are affected and revolve around. First of all, it had to be built, right? Then they had to imply or install plumbing network, electricity. In the uh, wintertime, they supplied the store with heat so the customers and the employees are comfortable. In the summertime, it's air conditioning. So you look at all these incomes. They pay property taxes, or maybe if they're in a, a strip mall, they pay you know rent to the owner or owners of the strip mall. And then, of course, there's a full and part-time employees who work there. They get a paycheck either every week or every other week. They may not grocery shop and spend all their money there, but clearly they're spending at least 50 to 80% of their money there shopping at the store where they work. And maybe they do the other 20% at the local corner store or, you know, specialty stores where they want to get other items. Uh, they're getting haircuts. The women are getting their hair done. They're uh, spending money maintenance on their car. If they're taking local transportation, they spend money on the local transportation. Some people occasionally take a cab. Do you see how all of this commerce keeps your local economy booming and thriving? The shelving that goes into that store, the retailer store themselves, they don't uh, manufacture those. 
they have those sent in and then somebody has to install them and put them up and then slowly each company that supplies the different products it comes through via a trucker either the company has their own uh, private fleet of trucks or they lease out you know they outsource and some other warehouse somewhere gets an order of everything that's needed it's ordered they you know put it together in that warehouse and then they wrap those pallets and send that to the company you're talking dairy then you got the milk companies that come in and supply all the milk and of course again that's a whole nother company with a whole nother set of employees so if one major grocery store chain or two go out of business look at all the incomes that are affected on top of the fact the company that let's say the the grocery store they're constantly hiring and firing people move they quit they get fired they relocate to another town a couple towns over out of state the company's constantly hiring the website goes down they gotta call any website experts to come in and get the website up and going they uh, pay for uh, local primetime advertising on local radio local television newspaper they got uh, Sunday newspaper inserts. This stuff all costs money, ladies and gentlemen. They have uh, commercial phone lines installed in the store. They got these fancy uh, cash registers, which not too often, but every now and then, again, pardon me, they go down, which means the experts that handle that deal come in. They get a fee for fixing stuff. They get the windows clean. They pay people to, during the, the uh, winter, the if it let's say if it's located the store is located in a in a little mini strip mall then everybody that every tenant that's in that uh strip mall pays so much and that goes to pay the company that comes in and you know drops the rock salt and shovels uh the drive with the, the uh where the customers park their cars so that they can come and go there's all kind of incomes going into these companies so maybe they have uh, maybe the company supplies the employees with uh, shirts and they have different sizes and this is all money that's changing hands they don't make the shirts they maybe buy the shirts from somewhere else and then just have their logo put on in other words these shirts are mass produced and the different companies just put their particular company's name on them ladies and gentlemen there is so much commerce taking place in a situation like this just like with the building industry now after the uh, structures are complete in this case the hundred apartment units now tenants move into the units do they not now what are they going to do move move I mean what are they going to do move into an empty apartment no they need furniture they need appliances so the local furniture and local appliance stores get business either via their website or via these people going into the stores and shopping and by the way I can make a whole nother episode out of this and maybe I will think about this think about the savvy appliance uh, retail center and the savage furniture savvy furniture concerns making an arrangement with the developer saying we'll give your current and future tenants grandfather them in X percent off any purchase and that includes any sales we have as long as they stay on our 
uh, VIP opt-in email list. So in other words, what, what they're trying to do is rather than have to constantly advertise, they'd rather just send emails to a group of two, three, four, five thousand local people. And of course, not everybody's going to open the email and come to the store. But the point is, enough will, especially when they throw in an ethical bribe by saying simply dragging a friend with you who's at least 18 before this expiration date windows, uh, window expires five to 10 days or whatever it is, you get this off. And if your friend joins before they leave the store, they get grandfathered in. So whereas you may save 40%, say 25% for life, but 40% on your first purchase up to $2,000 or X, you know, whatever they decide on, depending on what their actual total lifetime customer value uh, calculations are. And I'm talking about the uh, retail furniture concern in this particular case or the retail appliance center. That friend that they drag with them, as long as they join the list before they leave the store, then they can make a purchase right then and there, say, save 30% up to $1,000. And once uh, a year, they'll get, at least once a year, they'll get a, a uh, VIP, extremely time-sensitive email offer from either the Furniture Concern or the uh, Appliance Center, and they can come in and spend up to a thousand dollars and save 40 percent off this is once a year as long as they're on the list so the store is going to continue you know, to give their regular sales and do all the stuff they're doing but these select group of individuals who are on this special list you know they may have 10 lists it doesn't matter the point is they'll be getting these this special offer once a year and if they let's say they're going to save 30 percent off no, i'm sorry 40 percent off and simply for dragging somebody, it gets bumped an extra 10%. So they can save up to 50% up to $2,000. So they spend $2,000, it's only going to cost them $1,000. They can do this once a year as long as they're a VIP subscriber. Now the concept for you, ladies and gentlemen, who are listening to this, your numbers don't have to be that high. But the concept is, as long as they stay on your list, You'll ethically bribe them with X percent off once a year, but that, that'll be one of your best uh, uh, blowout sales uh, events to your VIP subscribers. But the only way they get it, they got to remain on your list. That's the concept. But here's the other thing. Think about the tenants who uh, occupy these units. What are they going to do? They're going to grocery shop. They're going to pay their electric bill, you know, keep the apartments warm during the winter. Maybe they get air conditioning. So in the summertime, they pay a little more because they want to keep the units air conditioned. Air conditioned, pardon me. If the, pardon me, the developer supplies this and you best believe those rents, it's going to be built into those rents. Now, think about the units themselves. A tenant moves out. They don't just immediately turn around and re-rent it, right? It's got to be painted. It's got to be upgraded. It's got to be, you know, during the year, uh, there's going to be maintenance done to certain units. Maybe the cabinets get loose and they got to come in and, you know, redo the cabinets. Whatever the case may be, they need bathtubs. They need tile for the bathroom. If they got hardwood floors throughout these, these apartments and they got to get that really fancy hardwood. And then it's got to be, uh, 
you know, I was going to say the word wax, but that's not the word I'm looking for. You know what I mean? Varnish. And all of these things, and maybe you need certain equipment to do that. The point is, do you see how all these income streams are created and maintained and perpetuated? And some of them literally for years and years to come. These people are going to bakeries. They're buying birthday cakes. They're buying cookies. They're buying stuff for graduation. They're buying stuff for retirement. That's the other thing. If you're a baker. If you can't get in directly with the developer, then maybe you can come through the back door by hooking up a certain arrangement with the retail appliance center and the retail furniture concern so that they can send an email to their customer and say, hey, we got a special arrangement with uh, Betty's Bakery or, you know, Joe's Pizza, whatever, or, you know, Wendy's Barbecue, whatever the case may be. It's the exact same with you and I in commerce, ladies and gentlemen, in a business or a service. There's all these different income streams that revolve around your business being successful, whether you're on or offline. So I love this analogy because it, you know, I, I can just freestyle and hopefully try to share so much stuff with you. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, by the way, I apologize if you notice my voice kind of going in and out. It's because I'm leaning back in the chair one moment and then I'm leaning forward. So you kind of hopefully hear the different inflection. It's not you. It's not your volume. It's just that I'm moving around. This is a really powerful microphone a good friend of mine gave me. And uh, I sort of get carried away sometime and I lean back. So I apologize if the, you know, the modulation of my voice is kind of going in and out. But anyway, the main point that I'm trying to get you to understand and hopefully appreciate entrepreneur is commerce on offline it sort of feeds off of itself by the same token when the building industry slows if interest rates get outrageously high let me take the glass of a sip of water and people aren't able to build and only only the you know the super wealthy amongst the society are able to build it slows this thing down to a trickle because think about this ladies and gentlemen have you ever been watching a sporting event? And I'm just going to use the NBA because it's really prevalent there. Not that it doesn't happen in Major League Baseball and the NFL, but if you notice an NBA basketball game, when they flash and, and uh, focus on a celebrity, whoever the celebrities are there, think about how many celebrities, say, would attend any given NBA game. It's just a small handful, right? It's 20,000 people in the stands, but let's say there's five to ten celebrities any given night. Now, take everybody else out of the stands and you just got the celebrities left. They can't possibly support that team with five or ten people. How much popcorn are they going to buy? How much are they going to pay for the tickets? So the point is, when the vast majority, 97, 98 percent, can't afford uh, to have a house built or buy an existing house, the industry shuts down, it contracts, and all those things we talked about happen less frequently. Well, it's the same with you and I in business. So, without hopefully going any further, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you got value out of this. And I know this is not the type of thing you normally expect to hear from me, but what I'm trying to get you to see here is by joint venturing and what I like to call power networking, collaborating, there is a ton of what I like to call previously untapped opportunities. Just waiting for you or your major competitors to discover and implement. And if you need help, that's why I'm here. So on that note, 
Let's do a little housekeeping, ladies and gentlemen. Now, those of you who are veterans, you listened to several episodes of the Marketing Minute with uh, Mark News and Mr. Marketing. You already know what's coming. But for those first timers, you may be wondering, you know, what's this housekeeping deal about? Very simply this. First of all, if you got value out of this uh, episode, and I sincerely hope you did, please forward it to anybody you know who's sincerely trying to earn a profit in their business or using their service. I know they'll get value out of it and appreciate it. The second thing is, if you yourself, entrepreneur, have a podcast or you're about to start one, and it revolves around business and entrepreneurship and non-traditional lead generation and all that other good stuff, I don't care how large your audience is, ladies and gentlemen, or how small it is. I'd love to be a guest on your show. Now, here's the other thing. If you're hearing this or if you've gone back and listened to some other episodes and you're like, wow, Mark, I really you know, like, like your message and, and your perspective on marketing. If you're interested in hiring Mark Newsom, Mr. Marketing, ladies and gentlemen, my rates are very affordable. It's just $250 an hour. Absolutely, positively, no long-term commitments necessary on your part. You can do one or done. What I highly suggest, recommend you do, is start out with the three-month basic maintenance program where you pay $250 a month up front three times, $750. I throw in a bonus hour for a total value of $1,000 for just $750. If you want to stop after that point, you absolutely positively can. No hard feelings. Here's the other thing. What you need to do is just go to my blog, UYOU, canmarketonlinenow.com all one word forward slash contact that gets you to the contact page of my blog you would put in there if you're interested in hiring me paid help in the subject line put your name if you're in the states like I am United States uh, throw in your area code phone number and your time zone I'm on New York the East Coast which is called uh, Eastern Standard Time EST or New York time if you're in California we're the farthest apart we're three hours apart uh, when it's one o'clock there, it's three o'clock Eastern Standard Time. If you're somewhere in between California and New York, we're going to be one or two hours apart, just depending. If you're located outside the states, you like what you hear, and you say, "Wow, Mark, you know, I'd like to hire you as well." In that case, what we'll do is get on Zoom, Z O M dot U S, not an affiliate link of any kind, and we'll record the sessions on Zoom. And I will send you the link after each one. You simply pay up front. And ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know something. When I do my uh, private consultations, I'm not a clock watcher. I don't get to 57 minutes and start wrapping up. If we're on a flow and we're going through a concept, we just stay on. So sometimes you may get an hour and 15 minutes or 90 minutes for that same hour. It just depends. But I want you to know something. You can do a 15-minute free what I like to call power consultation session. It's a brainstorming session. And we'll bring one issue on that particular session and we'll go for it. And again, I don't get it 14 minutes or 13 minutes and say, hey, well, you know, our time is up. Do, do you want to, you know, do the, the three-month maintenance plan and I throw in a bonus hour? I mean, I hope that's what you do. But the point is, I try to provide you with as much value as I can because bottom line, you go out and make money, you'll come back. And you'll tell other people about it. Now, if you happen to be part of a, I was going to say community, but what I meant is an association and you like what you hear and you say, wow, Mark, we really like to have you as our in-house, one of our in-house marketing consultants. 
Well, in that case, ladies and gentlemen, I will grandfather your current and future and past members in, for that matter, at a special rate underneath my uh, normal rate of uh, $250 an hour. And I was going to say, <clears throat> pardon me, the best part about this is you're grandfathered in for life, meaning they leave the association, it doesn't matter. They still get that rate because bottom line is I want to help you succeed as best I can so you'll help spread my brand. Now, here's what I need you to do, entrepreneur. I want you to go to my blog, youcanmarketonlinenow.com. I want you to read at least three blog posts, three separate blog posts. If there's a video in there, especially if it's one of mine, watch it at least twice. And it's not from an egotistical standpoint, ladies and gentlemen. I'm saying the, the more times you get exposure, the more ideas you're going to get. The other thing is, if there is a uh, podcast episode like this embedded in the blog post, I want you to listen to it at least twice. At the end of that incredibly simple, and you don't have to do this all in one day, ladies and gentlemen. But at the end of that incredibly simple exercise, let me get some water. You're going to know a couple things. A, are we compatible? B, if we're not compatible, and it's okay. Ladies and gentlemen, there's millions of men and women coming online each and every day. They are desperately looking for this type of expertise. If that's not you, fine, we can still be friends. But here's the point. You will either know emphatically that you and I should be going ahead, or if for whatever reason you have your doubts, then at this moment, Mark Newsom, Mr. Marketing, just probably isn't your guy and vice versa. Okay. I want you to grab my free nine page special report at my blog, ladies and gentlemen, because you also get a uh, 22 part mini series, small business marketing mastery series thrown in absolutely free. It's my free gift for you to say welcome for joining the inner circle. But you're free to unsubscribe anytime you want. So here's my pledge to you, entrepreneur. If after listening to this episode at least twice, doing the exercise, I suggest you do, going to my blog, reading three separate blog posts in three separate categories, watching the video at least twice, listening to the audio, uh, uh, embedded audio clip if it's in there at least twice. If at the end of all of that, you have any doubts, then I would say do not go ahead. On the other hand, it should be obvious to you why you need to go ahead. So on that note, this is Mark Newsom, Mr. Marketing, and yes, entrepreneur, I am definitely looking forward to being with you again very shortly for another exciting and potentially profitable episode of The Marketing Minute. And remember, entrepreneur, it's not how or where you started at. It's where you ultimately end up that counts.